Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening to the John Burt Leadership Podcast, where my goal is to ignite the leader within. This podcast is all about inspiring leaders through conversations and helping you to tap your inner core in order to drive your core purpose as a leader. In each episode, I discuss leadership principles that I have learned from over three decades leading organizations and coaching clients through growth and change. I interview incredible leaders that are inspiring their organizations and communities today. I was a management consultant for many years, and now I coach clients on leadership, culture, and talent, because I firmly believe this is where I can make a real difference and inspire the passion and performance of leaders and improve the day-to-day experience of individual contributors in organizations. In this series called The Keys to Creating a Legacy-Inspired Culture, I speak with Dr. Mike Smith, a former first sergeant with the world-famous United States Air Force Thunderbirds. We will be discussing the components of culture and the patch concept for building and reinforcing culture. Dr. Mike will take us behind the hangar doors and tell us about how the Thunderbirds use patch to inspire their team to deliver a world-class performance and maintain the pride, attention to detail, teamwork, clarity of mission, and the honor of representing this fabled organization. I'm your host, John Burt, Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coach. I've had the unique privilege to work with executives and leaders at over 40 Fortune 100 companies in my career helping them to bring about change and improvement in their companies and cultures. I have deep experience developing successful leaders and building and inspiring high-performance teams and creating client value. Today's topic is culture and how to create that legacy-inspired culture. I'm excited to have as my guest, Dr. Mike Smith. Dr. Mike spent 26 years in the United States Air Force and at the height of his career, traveled worldwide as the first sergeant for the elite United States Air Force Air Demonstration Squadron, the Thunderbirds. He is a respected business leader, executive coach, and speaker. Mike is the CEO of John Matone Global and is a top Platinum Elite Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coach. I would like to introduce you to my friend, Dr. Mike Smith. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mike. Hey, thank you very much, JB. Good to see you again, as always. And uh, first, I'd just like to say that I really appreciate everything that you're doing out there to help your clients. I know you're making a difference and an impact. um, And for that, a huge thank you. Um, So again, my name is Dr. Mike Smith. and, And like you said, I spent 26 years in the Air Force, had all kinds of jobs, you know, from a frontline airman working the mid shift in the base hotel, all the way to the height of my career. When I was selected to serve as the first sergeant for the Air Force Thunderbirds. Um, and that's really the premise for this whole patch concept that we'll get into later that, that you mentioned. Um, once I retired, I transitioned and became a senior corporate leader for a Berkshire Hathaway energy company, where I had the honor and privilege of working for Warren Buffett and Greg Abel for about 10 years. Um, along the way, I got my PhD in industrial organizational psychology, which is specialization in leadership development and coaching. And about almost five years ago now, I guess, four or five years ago, 
I decided to walk away from that nice, cushy corporate job um, and start my own thing, speaking, coaching, and training. And that's what brought us together today here. So thank you very much. Oh, awesome. And, and we're really glad to have you. I think this is going to be an exciting discussion. And I'm really hoping to, to dig into this patch concept because I just think it's, it's really fascinating. I think our, our leader listeners are going to enjoy that as well. So you and I have talked a lot about culture, you know, what it is, why is it important, and really what is a leader's role in creating that healthy and vibrant culture. So, so let's go ahead and dig in, right? So, uh, you know, I have a, a definition that I work with with regard to culture and just like to get your thoughts on it. It's really, you know, culture is your organization's collective character, values, thoughts, emotions, uh, beliefs, and behaviors of the leaders, but also the individual contributors. So how does that resonate with you, Dr. Mike? And, and do you have anything you'd like to add with regard to what is culture? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much again, JB. That, that's a really good, really good starting point. And I love that definition. And a couple of words that stood out to me as you were reading that definition were um, the collective, right? The organization's collective character and values were the first two things, right? So as leaders, number one, how do we ensure that all of our employees understand what the character and values of an organization are when it comes to culture. You know, one of the few things that we talk about and we'll touch on later is, you know, one of the things that's very, very important, right, is the story, the heritage, and the history of the company, right? And really that translates into and feeds into the vision, mission, and purpose. You know, all of us out there, every single organization has a patch. You know, in the Thunderbirds, it's something that we wore our uniform. Every unit in the Air Force, the Marines, the Army has a patch that identifies what unit or organization they're associated with. And that translates into the corporate world, right? Look at all the logos or emblems or patches that are out there that really define and create the identity of the organization, right? Let's use, you know, Apple as an example, or I'll let you touch on IBM because that's your expert. And I love your story about that. But Apple, Google, Amazon, YouTube, Facebook, right? All those big kinds of companies, none of us probably know a single person that works for that organization. But as soon as we see that patch, that logo, we know exactly what they provide, the types of services and how well they do it in our eyes, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So when I was at IBM, right, you know, I spent 18 years there, but what an iconic, iconic brand and iconic identity, the, the patch, the, the IBM logo with the blue bars, everybody recognized those. I was so proud to be able to present my card when I was going in to see clients with the, with the blue bars and everybody knew what that meant. You know, the old adage that says nobody ever got fired for, for buying from IBM, but, but there is a certain level of, there's something behind that, right? It's that culture behind it of dependability and just leadership and, and quality product that, that used to come through. And, and, and that's the way that the legacy of the company was and the, and the feeling you had as an employee. The, um, when I was there, they celebrated their 100th year anniversary, and we had a lot of uh, events that went on around there. We invited our clients to be able to come and celebrate 100 years in business. Now, there's only a few companies, or there's less than there were companies that had been around for 100 years, and they don't get there by, by hanging on to, I mean, Thomas Watson was a clearly a favorite within IBM, but, but you know, there have been successive uh, CEOs that have been brilliant that have helped and but have have come in and embraced the the legacy that history the the you know just the the feeling that the, the employees have about such an iconic brand 
right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love the way that you you describe that. Um, and I want to touch on something that you said in just a second as I go a little bit further. But you know, the next thing we like to talk about is performance, right? Mm-hmm. How you do what you do, and doing the little things in a big way, right? Mm-hmm. Performance. We can all look at the bottom line, our PNLs, our KPIs, whatever kind of measurements we use to. Um, kind of evaluate our success or our meeting our goals. But how often do we really dive into the true performance and how are people performing? Are they performing just because they want a paycheck, but they don't really feel that connected or aligned with the organization? Or are they performing because they're inspired to, right? There's a difference in that level of production. At the end of the day, the job still gets done, but the quality and the spinoff from that that legacy inspired piece, right? Doing it because you want to a little bit different, right? Um, Any thoughts on that? Yeah. So it reminds me of that old ad that Avis had, right? You know, we're number two, but we try harder, right? It's, (laughs) it's, where where do you come up with that type of thing? But, but it really, that, that there was a generation of, of, of employees that embraced that and they would, they would literally work that much harder because they felt like they were challenging something that they were that they were chasing something, if you will, and that was their inspiration as a company. It was their identity, right? Mm-hmm. How they choose to perform. Are you a competitor? Are you the the top dog? And if you're the lead uh, in a particular industry, how do you how do you act? How do you behave? Right? Th- those are important elements. I love this performance piece. Right. Yep. It Absolutely. It leads me to also think about the priorities that companies have, right? You know, so many companies, they, they prioritize the financial results of the company or they, they talk about their products. But more and more these days, people are talking about the people as the priority within these companies, right? Make sure that your employees are satisfied and that you're, you're making sure that they're growing. And then that'll translate into um, better performance for the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the cliche sayings that's out there and it's been around and I'm sure you've heard it is you know, people are our most valuable asset and resource, right? But how many of us as leaders can say that and truly mean it? And what I mean by saying truly mean it is if we were to go to our employees, right? Just pick a random 10 or 20 on the floor, just walk in the building and say, hey, just tell me, right? How valued do you feel as an employee? Like what kind of response would we get? Would we get a response that we could be proud of and high five them? Or would we get a response that kind of, shocked us and stopped us in our tracks and, and really made us think. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and today, you know, that's one of the things that studies are showing is that, it, um, you know, young, ta- young talent or even mid- mid-level leaders, they're all looking for this authentic leadership or authentic culture. They want a brand that stands for um, or, or really means has, has energy and, and, and force behind whatever their logo or their motto is. And companies are, are you know, I think as, as we've gone through the pandemic, you've seen employees who are, who are questioning whether or not their company's mission is authentic, whether or not their leadership is authentic. So that's one of those factors that went into this toxic leadership and what's driving people out is they're saying, that's not me. It doesn't, it, it, I cannot, I can no longer relate to that company because it's not being authentic. So it's just, I, I love that piece about making sure that the priorities are there and you walk the talk as the leader. Mm-hmm. You and I have also talked about the importance of communication within a company. You know, how, how the leaders communicate. You want to talk a little bit about the, the story you told me the other day about the, 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 the leader that walks, uh, walks, walks the, around and talks to the employees. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that's one of the things that has been always very near and dear to my heart when it comes to communication. 
Um, first of all, how, how often, where, and why do we communicate to our employees, right? Because there's, there's a big difference, you know, between holding monthly staff meetings as an example, because it's expected, or it's just part of what we've always done, right? Where do we find the true value in communication and articulate what we're communicating in a way that you said, right, emotionally connects with the employers at a deeper level that relates back to the organization's vision, mission, purpose, and values, right? Um, as leaders, you know, we, we talked about this too, I think, before. You can go out there and, and do a lot of research. You know, my favorite research tool, and the way I do it is, is Google, right, as we all do. Um, so I, understanding that we have to be careful in the types of information we search and then rely on or quote as being valid, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the things that's very clear, if you type in, you know, the phrase, do leaders own culture, right? Mm -hmm. It'll pop up from things like Harvard Business Review, SHRM, OC Tanner, Forbes, um, Deloitte, and the list goes on and on that basically summarizes and says, as senior leaders and leaders in an organization, you have a responsibility to not only create and then communicate the culture, but then also to live it out through your actions, your words, and your behaviors, right? Yeah. So the communication piece is really, and we could spend a whole nother webinar on this, but communication, right, is not only the verbal piece that you say in front of people, but what comes out in your written communication, your nonverbals, the way you address your teams, your peers, right, the community, PR events, like what does all that look like? And that also then feeds back into something that we talked about is the internal policies, processes, and programs that really drive operations. So I know you have some experience in that. So um, I'd like to hear you touch on that piece of it a little bit and how that all folds into the mix. Yeah. I, you know, we talked a lot about the, you know, what the leader's role is. And, and one of the things that, that, you know, I talk to my clients about is how important it is for those leaders to be authentic and be consistent in their messaging, because you can have a, a leader saying one thing publicly, and then there's a program or a policy or something that happens that immediately has people call into question whether or not that's truly being authentic, or maybe the other way around, the, the, the glossy brochure or what's on the website sounds really good. But if the leaders are uh, short or they're more critical of their employees in public and, 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 and uh, maybe not available or not visible to them, uh, it, it, it erodes that message. So in my practice, what, one of the key tenets, one of the six steps uh, to, to you know, cultural transformation is about helping leaders with their communications and making sure that those communications from top to bottom throughout the company are consistent and that, that everybody is, is adopting that same um, approach with, the, with regard to the communications, the, the written, the verbal, you know, the, the nonverbal, uh, making sure that the companies are being consistent, which is can sometimes just you know, erode your, your trust with your employees in, in a heartbeat if you, if you aren't. Wow, what a great first episode with Dr. Mike Smith talking about creating a legacy-inspired culture. Dr. Mike Smith uh, from the world-famous United States Air Force Thunderbirds uh, Demonstration Squadron. 
brings a great perspective. So we, we in this first episode, we talked about uh, the components of culture and how they're important and, and why um, both the, you know, the story and the, and the performance and priorities and communications all come together and they're so important. If you want to learn a little bit more, please continue to listen to the, the next two episodes of this series of the podcast, but also go ahead and visit my website um, if you want to learn more and you're interested in talking about um, how you can help develop your own inspired, uh, legacy-inspired culture. Uh, my website is John Burt, J-O-H-N-B-U-R-T dot intelligentleadershipec.com, or you can send me an email at jburt at intelligentleadershipec.com. Love to hear from you. 